It's hard to balance life and a full-time job and still enjoy the things in your life you're passionate about. If you're passionate sports, every Monday and Thursday, join me as we talk about the day's biggest sports topics, the previews, game analysis, the infusion of music and sports, and rumors in the sports world. If you love sports and want a new, fresh perspective from a sports podcast, this is the show for you. I'm your host, Keith Johnson, and this is Sports Fans Only. Now let's talk some damn sports. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, KJ, coming to you live from the Sports Fans Only studio in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And before the show gets started, I just wanted to share a few things with you guys, if you don't mind, before we kick off the show. As you well know, we started our Christmas special last year, and we got such a great response, we decided to do another one this year. Now, unless you've been hiding underneath the rock the last year, you know how devastating this coronavirus has been globally. And how many families it's affected, putting this dark cloud over this 2020 Christmas season, and just in life in general. So for the last 12 months, I watched as the rest of the world dealt with this virus because nobody I knew personally was affected. So it felt like me and my loved ones were protected in this imaginary bubble. Because after all, this, this could never happen to somebody I love, right? Well, unfortunately, if you follow me on uh, social media or anything like that, my family lost a great man and my Uncle Jimmy to COVID-19 about a little over a week ago. It was the Friday before last Friday. And uh, as we speak, his wife continues fighting for her life. So we continue to pray for her and their immediate family. This whole mess just makes you put things into perspective. And it makes you realize your own morality. My heart aches for my, my uncle's five children and his wife, my beautiful aunt, Sean, Jay, Bradley, Jonathan, Courtney, and my beautiful aunt. I just want you to know my thoughts and my prayers are with you, and although the pain is probably unbearable, please try and remember all the great Christmases you got to spend with Uncle Jimmy and all the wonderful memories you had. You had a lifetime to spend with him, 40 plus years for, for, for most of you guys. So I, I just want you to really focus on that and I'll let that put a smile on your face. Because I know right now it's, it's really hard to put a smile on your face. Um, you were blessed by God to have that man so active in your life for such a long time. It was such a beautiful thing watching it from afar. Uh, he loved you guys so much. So instead of being down and depressed this holiday season, I want you and everyone who's lost a loved one over the last year, I want you to have a celebration of life. A celebration of life, love, and family. As unfair as it may seem to us that Uncle Jimmy started his new journey, and I can say this without a doubt, he is beyond proud of the men and women you guys have become. And, and I feel like he felt comfortable enough to start his new journey because he knew you guys were good. He knew his job was done. He gave you everything he could give you. All his knowledge, all his love, all his, just his father, his, the way he just handled you guys. Trust me, I'm on, I'm on the inside circle, so I kind of know what he meant to you guys and what you meant to him. So, um, yeah, so to everyone we lost collectively as a nation in, in a global community, we're going to celebrate life and love from now until 2021. And we're going to keep it going past then, but we're really going to focus we're really, really, really going to focus on between now and 2021. We can't let this thing beat us, y'all. 
And if we keep living, we keep loving, and we don't give up, it's not going to beat us. So today we're going to play lots of music filled with love, good memories, and warm feelings. Big shout out to my mother, my father, my sister, my brother. I love you guys. My pops, unfortunately, he's still in the hospital, but I will continue to keep praying and keep being hopeful. Um, to my daughter, Genesis, I love you, girl. Daddy is so proud of you. To my twin and Jewel, you already know how I feel about you guys. Let's continue to build and, and brighter days are ahead. I promise you that. To all the sports fans, I so appreciate you and the joy you brought me and Sean. Uh, you filled our lives with all different types of emotions and, and, and feelings. So we are really, really grateful for you guys as well. Um, and to Sean, man, my co-host, I love you, baby boy. I love you, doggy. Without you, I couldn't have done this, man. It's SFO for life. Believe that. 2021 is going to be huge. It's going to be real big. And I'm sorry I'm so I'm so long-winded. And uh, that that's just how it is. I, I get like that sometimes. But what we're about to do is... We're about to play some. We're about to play some classic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring you guys right into it. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. And I hate when it. I apologize. Looks like we're having some technical difficulties. Looks like the Grinch does not want us to have the show today. But have no fear. KJ's here. We about to get this thing on the road right. So as I was saying, we about to get into this Whitney Houston. Now, if this doesn't make you feel good, like I said, no depression, no no sad faces. As hard as it is, I understand it's hard, but we about to celebrate. That's what we about to do. This song's going to put a smile on your face, I guarantee you that. So on that note, we about to roll in the 2020 SFO Christmas special with a little joy to the world. I love y'all down there in Nashville. I really do. Keep your head up. We're going to keep this thing moving. We're going to keep it pushing. I'm going to let Whitney brighten your spirits. Let's go.
What's good, everybody? This is SFO Radio, and I am your host, KJ. And that on my right is Sean Matt. And what you hear are the sounds of Run DMC. Love this song. Let's go! Yes, yes, yes. It is almost Christmas time, man. My favorite part of the year. And uh, I can't wait, man. What is it? T minus uh, four days, right? T minus, yeah, yeah, yeah. T minus four days. I hope everybody got their Christmas shopping uh, done. I got mine done a couple of weeks ago. I'm so glad I don't have to. Actually, it's a new day and age, though. There's not too many people going to the stores. I, I was talking to a, a UPS guy, and he was saying like the deliveries this year. Like, I don't know. He's never seen it like this before. So. I think people aren't really going out there shopping. I, for one, I'd rather... You said you're more of a touch. You'd rather go in the store and touch and feel and all that yeah, good stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, well, when you have to return, I guarantee you, you're going to have a problem online. Well, yeah, see, that's the only thing about that. Um, if, if you get it and it doesn't fit or something like that, you got to go through this whole process of sending it back, them getting it, then resend. You can get your stuff a whole month and a month and a half later if uh, things don't go right. Yeah. So, anyway. I was in the mall yesterday, and... Um, they said business is not down too much. Really? Was there a lot of people yeah. in there? I was, yeah, I was surprised too. Hell wow. of a surprise. Wow. I, I, you know what? I had a little urge. I love going to the mall during the holidays. I haven't been to the mall probably in, since this whole thing started with the COVID. Um, I actually had the little itch to get to the mall. But seeing that you're saying there's a lot of people there, I guess as long as you have your mask on, I always keep my little hand sanitizer on me. So I try to go early. Yeah, so you don't run into a lot of people. Yeah, when I was leaving yesterday, it was starting to get busy. 
but I was leaving already. Oh, by the way, that coat, very fresh, my friend. Very, very dope. You like that? Good looks. Yeah, Good looks. Yeah, the little, fo- the little what do they call it? Fo- fox fur? It's spelled F-A-U-X. It's got the fox fur around the um around the hoodie. Those are actually yeah. really in style this year. I like that. The army green, really, really dope. I like that. Um, Thank you. Let's see here. What we got here going on in sports today? Let's see here. Got a lot. Of, did you hear about the Jerry West and uh, Kawhi Leonard? That whole thing. The NBA is doing a little investigating on if Jerry West tampered with Kawhi Leonard to get him to go to the uh, Clippers. Yeah, yeah. I heard he told them that they were. Uh, it's a shit show over there. Yeah. I don't know how that's tampering, but yeah, I mean, you gotta go where you want to go to anyway, right? Let's be real. Yeah, that's that's very true. Now I wonder. Now let's be real. Just as you just said, I'm pretty sure the conversation wasn't just that. Or did he just pick up the phone, yeah. say that, and hang the phone up? You know what I'm saying? He, he. I'm sure yeah. it was a extended conversation, so who knows what else was said. But what happens if they find out that if if that's to be true? What, what? Uh, probably some draft picks taken and a fine. But I, they need to stop with the tampering shit. I hate it. Yeah, like even when the they said Magic Johnson, he was being investigated, right? Not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. it sucks. You know, it's like if I want to go to Toronto. I'm going to, uh, I can't, talk, I'm supposedly can't talk to him. Like when the trade deadline happened. Yeah. You have people just hanging out in the city that they think they're going to go to. You think those people haven't talked. He just not mysteriously hanging out in the city where he's going to get uh, traded to, yeah. assigned to. Yeah, I that, hate when they do that. They nah. know, you know, they know where they're going to go anyway. So I don't know. It's just bullshit. Yeah. I mean, if it's not directly, they're going to send somebody, a middleman to go talk to him. So, I mean, people aren't that naive. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders, Nelson Aguilar. Did you see him dislocate his finger? I'm like, oh my I, god, that was terrible. Oh my god, and I probably, I mean, I'm not good with pain. I don't know if you are. Some people are good with it. They, they you know, they they welcome it. Me, I'm, a, the, yeah, I'm, I'm a. Actually, I don't mean to say that. Can't say that nowadays. I'm, I am a sissy when it comes to pain I, like I, that. Oh, if you can say that, neither. I know. <laughs> well, well, what can you say? Um, I don't react well to pain. Yeah, let's just let's just put it like that. And boy, if my finger was bent back like that, I'd have been screaming, pounding my fist on the ground. It, w- it wouldn't have been pretty. Yeah, he, he was only out for a play, right? Yeah, he was just standing there. It didn't look like it bothered him that much. And I'm like, yeah, your finger is bent completely backwards. I don't, I don't understand it. Um, in other news, NCAA basketball news. I know you saw this, and I was scared when uh, Ken. How do you say his name? Kenyatta. Kenyatta Johnson, the Florida Gators, the dude that collapsed on the Florida floor. Gator. Yeah, I thought of, I immediately thought of uh, Reggie Lewis, Hank Gathers. He just, just collapsed, scary. man. Yeah, very, very. But it's a disease. I should have done my homework on it. Um, I know a lot about it, but the name I just can't come up with right now. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a side effect to having had COVID that athletes catch. Really? Yeah, and that's what they think he has. Wow. So he had COVID already, and they're saying this is an after effect of having it? Yeah, athletes get it. A couple have been diagnosed with it. I forget what it's called. I hate not knowing the name live on air, but uh, it affects their respiratory and their chest. Yeah, I was just reading an article. This one right here doesn't Yeah, it doesn't really get into it. It just get into his little, I guess he did, he, he made a video from the hospital bed thanking everybody because he said he got a bunch of letters from elementary school kids and a lot of people who were real concerned about it. Um, yeah, man, did you did you see Willie Rofe? Did you see the video he put out about Drew Brees? And we're going to get in more about the Saints and the Chiefs game uh, later on during the NFL segment. 
But did you what see Willie? his uh that played uh like our 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 guard Willie? Yeah, Willie that Rowe. Played- Willie Rowe. All right, all right. What happened? Well, he had a video and he was just praising uh, Drew Brees basically for coming back. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing he came back early. He wasn't supposed to really. I mean, he they cleared him, but under other circumstances, he probably wouldn't have played yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think they wanted to get that win. So um, so Willie Rowe. I'm trying to pull up the video right now. But he was just going on to say um, Drew Brees is probably one of the toughest guys mentally you're ever going to meet. He's focused. He's ultra competitive. And what say? Ultra competitive and it just motivates him. So I didn't know he had a punctured lung and he had fractured. He had eight fractured ribs. Yeah, yeah. Some were, well, consider broken. But yeah, some were broken. Some were fractured. That is crazy. How that, and that just happened, what, a month ago? Not even a month ago. Mm, been a month because this would have been his... Six game, I think. Uh, I think Taysom went four and one. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Jameis, Jameis never played, right? He he got no. in one game. Yeah, I yeah. think he got in yeah. one game. That very first game, I think he got in. I think his career might be. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's over, but it's not looking good. If he, if he doesn't come out of New Orleans, if I mean Sean Payton doesn't have no faith in him, obviously, or he has more faith in Taysom Hill. Well, I think he just has faith with the person that's gonna turn the ball over. Less, and I think that's what it falls on, because when it originally happened, I actually thought they were gonna go to um, they were gonna go to Winston. Yeah, I did too. That's what I but thought. But it made sense. He hadn't known the um, he didn't know the playbook like Taysom, so it made sense to go to Taysom. Yeah, but I have a couple things I could say, but I talk about it later on Taysom playing, not playing in that game and putting Breeze in, but we'll save that for later. All right, so here we go. Here is the video. If it plays. I swear, TMZ, they have the worst. Oh, here we go. I will say this. He's probably getting, the, for people listening, when you get medical care like that on a pro level, you're getting the best care from from the doctors every day. So he's getting evaluated. He's getting looked at every day. So if he can deal with the pain and it's not going to get worse, he's not going to get injured, I guess they're saying he's okay to play. Now, you can't shoot it up. He might be able to take some painkiller, Tore it all, but you know you can't shoot up that type of injury. But I'm, I'm, it's got to be healed, or they wouldn't put him out there. You know, it's the offensive linemen. It's you guys who are always thought of as the really tough guys. I don't know. People think of Drew Brees as being this incredibly tough guy, but he clearly is, right? There goes that. And like I said, TMZ is pretty horrible. But that's just a little insight. He was just talking about uh, Drew Brees and his toughness, and how that this injury it entails a lot of pain, but. You really can't injure it more unless, I guess, the right circumstances you land on those exact ribs again. So um, that's why they cleared him, and they should have won. But like you said, we'll talk about that later. Um, Randy Moss, he came online. Uh, what was that yesterday? I think I was yesterday, the day before. I think it was yesterday, and he said he's the greatest wide receiver of all time. You have any problem with him saying that? Yeah, of course. Do you? He said he's yeah. the greatest of all time, and he says To's number two. Nah, it's Jerry Rice by far. I, you know what? And when he's saying that, I think he's more saying that from a physical freakish at, uh, standpoint. Well, that would make you the most freakish wide receiver of all time. You're definitely not the best. No, he's he's not the because he's not the best all around receiver. There's certain yeah. aspects that he's definitely better than Jerry Rice. Um, mm, just one, maybe the deep ball. That's it. The uh, 
He's not running better routes than Rice. Hands-wise, I'd say he's just as good as Hell Nevin. no. As far Rice? as just catching crazy passes? Hell just, no. Might be equal, but better? No. Well, Jerry Rice was like super, you can rely on him. He's not going to drop no passes. But I don't remember Jerry Rice going up making no crazy, you know, one-handed. Well, no, like, well, he right. didn't, yeah. I'd say he was a better deep ball, you know. But no, no, not at all. I guess getting the ball at the highest point, that's more of an af- athletic type of thing. You know, high point in the ball. Like, I mm-hmm. would say Randy Moss is better than Jerry Rice just because he's taller and he's longer. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I-, I think you would have to put Jerry Rice just because of all the stats and everything that he did. But I would definitely – now, so let's take away Jerry Rice. Is Randy Moss number two? Or would you, yeah. would you put somebody but else you in there? you T.O. and Rice. Yeah, you could definitely I – mean, T.O. and – Moss, you can argue that. Yeah, you definitely can. Just imagine having T.O. and Jerry Rice. They were on the same team for what one year, right? When Steve mm-hmm. Young, when Steve Young won his, no, 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 T.O. wasn't. No, no, he came after with Jeff Garcia. But I think Jerry yeah. Rice was still there for like one year. But he might have played one year. Yeah, I think he did. Actually, the game that he caught the most passes ever in NFL history. I think at that point it was like twenty something catches in one game. I think Jerry yeah. Rice was on the field that. Uh, but um, and anyway. how he fixed his mouth to say this. I'm looking at some stats. Oh, oh you, you're right. looking at it right now? 303 game, Moss played 218. Uh, let's get down to the, the, nooks, the nooks and crannies. Uh, receptions, Rice has uh, 1,549. Rice, 982. Total yards, 22,895. Moss, 1,500. Touchdowns, Rice, 197. Moss, 154. Longest, Even the longest reception, 96 yards, 82 for Moss. A yards per game, 75.6 for Rice, 70.1 for Moss. Receptions per game, 15, 15, pretty much even. Yeah, like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, even in the – look at these playoff stats. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, receptions, 151 to 54. Yards, 2,020, 2,254 to 977. Touchdowns, these playoffs, Rice, 22. All these that I'm naming for Rice are records that he holds. Yeah. Randy Moss, 10. Uh, and that's about it. Even I, in their best regular season, receptions, Rice, 122, Moss, 111, 1,848, Rice, that's yards for their best season ever, 1,600. Touchdowns, that's the only thing that Randy has in about one, 23 to 22, and that's a record for Randy Moss. Even know, the longest reception in the playoff game, 96, 1988, that's a record. You Moss, know, 82. He has no stats that's over him. I, I, you know what, and you're right, and you can't deny that. To me, those are like LeBron James numbers with Le- Jerry because he did it for so long, and there was no, there was no let off. You know, no. the, the whole t- until he got, you know, once he got to Oakland, even in Oakland, though, he had a good year. So he went to the Super Bowl, and man. I think he made the Pro Bowl that year too. So yeah, yeah. So um, but I will say this to be the devil's advocate: if Moss had Brady his entire career or majority of it, like how Rice had Montana the majority of his career. Rice but he didn't uh, have, not majority of his career, no. The prime of his career. It's almost half and half, but him and yeah, Young. Well, yeah, but then he had another Hall of Fame. Well, what I'm saying is if, 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 if Moss had a Hall of Fame quarterback for the first 12 years of his career, you would say his numbers would be better. I mean, that's just. Maybe, because it's not like he had trash cans. No, but he had, what, he had Randall Cunningham. People that, his Culpepper and Cunningham would actually have better stats than Montana. Yeah, but he only had him for one and two years, though. He only had Cunningham, I think, for one year. And then no, he, he had, had he had Cunningham for three years. 
He had Culpepper for like five. Yeah, but Kadante Culpepper though. I mean, I'm not saying he had about three. He had at three. Time, like, man was at that time. That man was playing on the MVP level. But so that those, those teams were winning fourteen to thirteen to fourteen games. I don't know if Culpepper played a full five years. I, I think that's a little. I mean, he might have been on Minnesota for five years. I don't know if he played, and especially at a high level. I give him three years of playing good football before he became trash for whatever reason. Well, int- Injuries started to hurt yeah, him. Injuries definitely hurt him. It, it, it was a huge drop off. He came back and he was played in, eleven seasons, and most of them was with uh, the Vikings. Yeah, but when 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 did he stop? When did he start becoming his first three or four? He, he, he came up the gate on fire. That's what I mean. I think the first three or four years, but then after that, it drops off big time. But that's injury. Uh, yeah, no, it is injury. I'm just saying, if he would, if if, if Randy Moss would have had a consistent All Pro quarterback. No, no injuries because I don't think Rice never yeah, had to worry about that. You can't, you can't go. You know, you can't be like you know. That's like saying, well, if Young, if Montana didn't get hurt that year in the playoffs against the Giants, that's one more Super Bowl for Rice. Like you can't. I hear what you you're know, saying. I, I mean, he I, still had a quarterback. He still produced the numbers he produced. I don't think he can produce any more numbers. But he see, produced great numbers. He had two years in Oakland, which were wait who they had. I don't even know who their quarterback was then. And then one year in New England, he had Matt Castle. And then after that, he went back to Minnesota. They were horrible. I mean, no, he, what, I mean he had Brady in New England. You talking yeah, about but remember Matt, the Matt second Castle? year, the second year, Brady got hurt for the whole year. Yeah, but he, you still skipped the Brady year. No, no, that's what I'm saying. He had Brady. No, no, I'm just saying. He, I'm just talking about the, the, the years that were wasted because he didn't have great, you know, great quarterback yeah. play. Uh, I got you. Rice didn't really run into that issue too much. But anyway, um, one last thing we're going to get out of here. Um, Tiger Woodson, did you see that? I loved it. I couldn't keep my eyes off of them playing together. And I, I think they should have just won just off the strength. That man had a little kid playing with him, and they still came in like six or seven play. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, he I'm, was hitting <laughs> off the, a little bit more off the kids' tee. He was. More, he was probably hitting like off the women's tee. He, he Which is still amazing. Char- Charlie has game. He's the spitting image of his dad, especially that swing. Yeah, but boys, not. And now the T. And some people were saying that, but then I was saying when the ball got into the fairway, he's hitting the ball the same way anybody else would have been hit. You know, he, there's no uh, yeah. handicap in the fairway. Yo, this dude hit a. What's that when you hit it around the around the corner? Was that a fade slice? Slice. Yo, this little kid hit a slice, and he had to been like 150 yards out. Hit a slice. And I swear the ball came around and landed on the green and was like four feet away from them. And then he putted it yeah. in like in for eagle. Like I'm yeah. like this kid is eleven. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. So I, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does in the future. Yeah. And, uh, this might be the first athlete son that equals his talent. Yo, I think he looked better than his dad out there. How crazy! Like he was like they were saying Tiger would um, hit a bad, not a horrible shot, but a bad shot, and his son was getting him out of trouble. Like it was just yeah. amazing seeing it. Really amazing. So anyway, um, we're gonna get to this uh this music break. We're gonna hit a commercial, go to the music break, and uh we'll be right back. Uh just so you know, today is all Christmas music. So everything's gonna be Christmas music. Get you guys into the <coughs> excuse me, get you guys into the uh Christmas spirit. So anyway, this is Sports Fans Only. I'm KJ, that's Sean Matt. We'll be back in a few minutes. Chad. 
chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase It's from one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas to Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas To
on this day in sports history December 21st in 1891 the first game of basketball was played based on the rules created by James Naismith it was played by 18 students in Springfield Massachusetts not sure why they did 18 people but yeah it was the first one we let them slide in 1932 the Giants signed former outfielder Billy Southworth as their head coach in 1941, Chicago Bears' Ray McLean makes his last NFL drop kick for an extra point. I wish they would still do drop kicks. Those were pretty hot. In 1959, Tom Landry accepts the coaching job with the Dallas Cowboys. He would coach there until 1988. Love Tom Landry. Shots out. In 1969, Vince Lombardi coaches his last game for the Washington at that time, Redskins. Rest in peace, Vince Lombardi. In 1973, the third Fiesta Bowl was held. Number 10, Arizona State beat Pittsburgh 28-7. In 1980, Harold Carmichael ends the NFL streak of 127 consecutive game receptions. He was getting it in. Shots out to Harold Carmichael. In 1981, Seattle 
Cincinnati, sorry for that, in 1981. Cincinnati beat Bradley 75-73 in seven overtimes for a NCAA record. That's a lot of overtimes. In 1997, Detroit Lions' Barry Sander is the third back to run for 2,000 yards in a season. And last, and also in 1997, Detroit Lions linebacker Reggie Brown was knocked out unconscious in a game. I actually remember that. Google it. It's pretty, pretty gruesome. And as always, before I get out of here, I would like to wish a happy birthday to tennis legend Chris Everett. Happy birthday, Chris. And happy birthday to former fullback Mike Allstott. Love all stuff, especially those shoulder pads. So happy birthday, Chris Everett. You're one of the greatest. We'll go down in history. We love you. And all stop. you got a Super Bowl. You made some decent money. Have fun on your birthday with those big ass shoulders. All right. And I've been Sean Mack back with On This Day in Sports History. And this is Sports Fans Only.
Okay, fellas, get ready. That was very good, Simon. What's wrong? Very good, Theodore. <laughs> uh, Alvin, you're a little flat. Watch it. Uh, Alvin. Alvin. Alvin! Very good, boys. Let's sing it again. Yeah, let's sing it again. No, that's enough. Let's not overdo it. What do you mean overdo it? We want to sing it again. No, wait a minute, boys. Why can't we sing it again? Oh, boy. Oh, cut that <laughs> out. Come on, dance, dance. Just a minute. Simon, will you cut that out? Let's sing it again, boys. Boys! A conference room. A classroom. A romantic cafe. You made your house a home. We're here to help you make it everything else. At your home or at our curb, delivery and pickup are fast, free, and safe. Best Buy's commitment to helping you hasn't changed, even if everything else has. Here we go, Big Poppy. So happy to see you. Now I love your accent, but for this commercial, we gotta really Boston it up, right? I mean, mm. you got the clutch factor. Okay, so you ready? Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Now just repeat after me. There's a wicked ripper by the harbor. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's that mean? It means there's a big party. Okay. You know that? Okay, All right, okay so let's do it. There's a wicked ripper by the harbor. Wicked ripper, la, 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 la. Oh, God, listen, let me put this in terms you can understand. All right, listen to me. Bottom of the ninth, game seven, we need a walk-off homer, okay? All right, let's do it. Let's get That's in that mine. mindset, okay? That's me. I'm gonna break it down into chunks. Say wicked. Wicked. Ripper. Ripper. Wicked ripper. Wicked ripper. There's a wicked ripper by the harbor. Wicked ripper by the harbor. I think that's as good as it's gonna get. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, listen. You're now listening to KJ and Sean Mack. Now let's talk some damn sports. Yes, the sounds of boys to men, let it snow. This is Sports Fans Only with your host KJ and Sean Mack. And as always, we have C. Anthony checking in today. We're going to talk a little uh, Canelo, the Canelo fight. What's good, C? What's going on? Nothing much, just hanging out. All right, cool, cool. Uh, just to let everybody know, if you didn't know, you can find C. Anthony on, on Sports Fans Only podcast on YouTube. He has his own boxing segment, so check it out. That's uh, Sports Fans Only Podcast on YouTube. You can check out C. Anthony and all his boxing recaps and analysis. So, C, let's get right into it. What happened in that Canelo fight? It was, um, wasn't was too exciting. It was what I expected. You know, Callum Smith wasn't like, um, you know, he wasn't really in my, on my radar. You know, and I thought it was for a reason. I already heard his name and I heard his brother's name. But it's not like I looked for an exciting fight. It was kind of just a fight that I wanted to happen so I could get on to the most important sports, um, fights in boxing. Did uh, Callum... Did he, did he do a better job than you expected? Yeah, he didn't get knocked out, so yeah. Cool. How was Canelo? Sharp, real sharp. You know, um, basic Canelo fights. Starting out slow with him. You know, he's kind of weary um, Colin because of the long arms. And, you know, um, trying to fill them out. But it was easy. Walked him down a little bit. They had to start throwing them. He fight out because then Colin, you know, Colin, you got to give him respect. He did his thing. He held on. 
he, he was throwing his best shots and some decent uppercuts. Um, he had a real good sneaky left hook. But it just went like everybody probably thought, you know, big 168, 6'3", pounds, um, middleweight, super middleweight. Gotcha. It was good. He's a, just, just another fight to watch. I watch them all, but it wasn't too exciting. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, I heard that um, Canelo's not with Golden Boy no more. Who is he fighting under? Is he under his own label, like his own little um, managing team? Where, who is he Canelo, on? Canelo is, like, under lawsuits and stuff right now, so I'm not really – um. I said I'm not going to talk about another day, but he's going through a big transition in the way he's conducting business, stepping up and doing it the right way instead of being bossed around. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, we just wanted to check in on the fight. Anything else you got to say? Any upcoming fights? Anything you want to ask, Kay? Um, oh, actually, I just wanted to let the audience know that if you go to our YouTube channel, at a Sports Fans Only Podcast YouTube channel. You can check out C. Anthony. Um, he's got about five or six videos up there where he's doing analysts, uh, analysis excuse me, on different uh, boxing matches and stuff like that. And every once in a while, he'll go back and do some little uh, historian uh, boxing, right? It's a little history, history boxing lesson. Once in a while, that's what you're going to be doing too, C? A little bit of everything. Trying to put it together. Not sure how it's going to work, but... Uh, um Still trying to figure it out. It's not. There's nothing to stone. If everything can take you straight, I will do an introduction video and everything. But still trying to formulate everything. Get ideas, make things cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. So everybody, go check him out. He's been getting a lot of views. A lot of people commenting on his videos. So uh, a lot of people are feeling that aspect of uh, the sports fans only show. So once again, go check him out on YouTube at Sports Fans Only Podcast, and you could check out C Anthony every week. He'll be on there, uh, giving you guys a lot of boxing lessons. So um, I just want to throw that in there. So anything else you want to say, Sean? Uh, quick, uh, just a quick question. Who you got next for Canelo? See, kind of too many to talk about right now. I'm kind of studying now. It's, it's just a lot going on in the sport. It's like five, six different people: Billy Joe Sanders, you know, Canelo. Um, Errol Spence was at the fight. He won. He won a big showdown next year at Texas Stadium. Um, this is a long list. Demetrius Andrade. Um, it's just a lot of stuff out there. Kind of just trying to soak it in, read, listen, and um, watch a lot of fights. But nothing in stone right now. That's why we're just kind of laying low, trying to focus and stuff. Oh, All right. oh well, wait, one quick question before we get out of here. Um, do you think Canelo, and I don't even know if you heard this, uh, C, but Canelo was asked a question, I think, after the fight um, about Mayweather and Logan, what's his name, Logan Paul? Yeah, Logan Paul. Logan Paul, and whether or not he thought that they were disrespecting boxing by having this match. And he was like, of course they are. He was like, it's all about money. It has nothing to do with boxing. It's all about money. And he said he don't care how much money. He would never fight somebody like that. And I'm sitting here saying, like, man, if they're going to give you, like, $80, $100 million, do you think he would not fight for that much money, for whatever Mayweather's getting, or you think he's just a little jealous, a little jelly right now? <laughs> a little jelly. As a retired fighter, he probably just haven't thought about it. You, know, you, you always think of what you would do with your career. You never think what you're going to do when you retire. So I would say it is, like, you know, it is shameful, but Mayweather's not actually in the game. So for a retired person, I don't think it's bad. But I kind of, you know, I stand firm with, you know, I don't, you know, that's his opinion. Like, if he wouldn't do it, much power to him. Yeah. I probably wouldn't do it. But if Floyd wanted to do it and get the money, that's what it's about. It's more of a show than boxing. It really don't have nothing to do with boxing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you know, a lot of people, and I don't, I never really thought about it like he's a retired boxer. Me, but he, he is. Yeah, he's he is. Boxer. He is. He is, though. <laughs> he is. Even right. though he could come fight anytime he wanted to. I think he could still fight right now. I, I don't know if he would keep that undefeated uh, status, but he'd whoop a lot of boxers still, so... That's why I don't look at him as a retired. You know, when you think of retired, you think of Roy Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, God, a little yeah. flabby, you know, <laughs> oh, not in shape. Yeah, 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 I feel you. But to me, he's still an active boxer because I know he can get in the ring, like you said, and kick some ass. And, and he's doing yeah. this. That dude. Wikipedia is retired. 
So it's just like it's a show. I mean, he's for- retired. It's a show. Yeah. He's not, he's not he's not a boxer though, so it's, you can't really see it as a boxing match. I mean, it's, it's good. Submission. It's good business. It's good business. hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good. I'm good. I know Mayweather sitting back thinking like, damn, I'm the king of pay-per-view. This dude has 30 million followers on his Instagram. If I can just get half of them to come watch the pay-per-view, that's going to make my payday. That's the only reason why he's doing it because the dude has yeah. so many followers. That's just, I mean, literally, that's the only He don't care if the dude can't fight. He'll probably make it interesting just to entertain people, but um, I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, I just wanted to uh, throw that out there. So, um yeah, definitely, definitely. Thank you guys for calling. I really appreciate the time. Yeah, no, no doubt, problem. C. And uh, we'll catch up with you later, man. You take care. Have a good day. Yeah, definitely. Keep in touch. Peace. Thank you. All, all. Right. all right, doggy. Peace, later. Peace. Yes, that was the all-YC Anthony. I love having him on because he has good insight on boxing. You can tell he's really into it. He's not just somebody who talks it. He sits there and studies and analyzes uh, boxing matches and stuff like that. Is that is that what they're called, boxing matches? I feel weird yeah, saying Yeah, it. yeah a boxing match. Boxing yeah, match. Seems right? weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah, boxing match. Oh. But okay, anyway. Okay, that wasn't long. So do you want to just hop into some um yeah, some let's, sports, some yeah. things maybe? Yeah, let's um let's let's hop right into the NFL. I know you want to get this off your chest. I got a little rant and I gotta get off my chest too. So we might as well just hop right into it instead of going to the music. We got plenty of time for the music. So um yeah, let's just go ahead and kick it off. You wanna start it off with the Saints? Yeah, yeah. I'm a little frustrated about it, but how can I say it? I'm only frustrated with, I love the game plan. I hate that we have a lot of injuries in our receiving core. Oh. We got some more yesterday. We running with like third, our third string guys hurt. So this is not the time to be getting injured. This is the time of the football season to try to get healthy to make a playoff run. Now, I have a beef to pick with Sean Payton. That beef would be... I wouldn't have started Drew Brees. How can I say this? I would have put him in spots uh-huh. to get him ready to come in and be a full-time starter by the halftime, by the end of the second quarter. Yeah. Meaning, I start the first drive with Taysom Hill. Yeah. I maybe bring Brees. I would treat Brees like he was Taysom and treat Taysom like he was Brees that has never been injured. Meaning, 80% of the plays will be going to Taysom Hill and the other 20 would have been going to Breeze until he showed me something. Yeah. And the reason I know that my point and my feeling is valid is that Breeze was 0 for 5 yep. on his first start. And I think he went 2 for his first 10, which showed me that he, was, he wasn't ready. Yep. He needed to warm up. It's not basketball where you can play yourself into a game. This is football. Yeah. Three, you go three and out three times, you could be down 21 nothing, yep. especially to a team like the Kansas City Chiefs. So my only fault with Sean Payton, which cost us the loss, I believe, is that you don't let Drew Brees just start off the gate and go like the first five drives, the first five possessions that the Saints have, and just let him throw the ball and throw himself into a game shape, per se. To me, that was bullcrap. Should have played Taysom a little bit more. Let him be more of not the gadget player, but let Breeze throwing be the gadget and then just fade away, taste him back into his original position, which is a gadget player. And then by the end, mid, uh, end of second quarter, you let Drew Breeze take the reins. And I believe we get that victory because in that Taysom Hill, the first three drives where we didn't score, Taysom was going to at least get us something. Yeah, and that and that within those first five, I actually think he was over six his first six, and one of those was an interception. 
And if it wasn't for that, yep. I mean, you can always look at different things during the course of a game. But literally, if it wasn't for that, because I think Kansas City scored right after that. If it wasn't for that, uh, if it wasn't for that interception, he definitely there was more of a chance that the Saints would it would have been tied at the end of the game, or the Saints might have won the game. So, um, him not being warmed up and him, because you know when you have broken ribs, you know the muscles all around those uh, those bones are sore and tender. You know, you get in there now. Yeah, I know he was warming up on the sideline and stuff like that uh, before the game started. But if you haven't played in the NFL game in almost was it a month and a half, maybe close to two months, and then all of a sudden you get thrown in real game time um, action, which I don't think Breeze was practicing for that long neither. So when you have broken ribs and those those muscles around those ribs are all sore and tender. And on top of that, he had a punctured lung, so I'm sure his breathing, he had to get used to a lot of stuff in a short period of time. So it was it was essential that Sean Payton game plan for that. And I don't think he really did. He just kind of threw him to the wolves and, you know, he fixed it. He, he, he fixed it, you know, after the, those first 12 passes. He kind of got with the program. But I think uh, going up against a Kansas City Chief team, I think having Taysom Hill, and you mix them in, and if it's working, I say you do that the whole game just for that game, just because you want to give Kansas City more to game plan for. You just don't throw because you know Drew Brees isn't going to run ever, especially with his injury. So that's something that the Kansas City Chiefs didn't even have to worry about. So I think putting Taysom Hill in, that would have threw a wrinkle in there, and they would have had him guessing. But they didn't do that, and it is what it is. Um, Michael Thomas, he uh, sprained his ankle? Well, they shut him down for the year. Ankle issues. Wow. He, his ankle's well, been hurting ever for, since for the, the beginning. regular season. I think they're trying to get him ready for the playoffs. Now, you know, looking at this game as I'm, as I'm watching, I'm like, even when I heard that they were going to play Drew, it, le- it led me kind of, kind of, kind of to believe. Damn, that's hard to say. <laughs> it led me to believe that I think this was more of a get Drew Brees in shape game. If we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. Yeah. I think so too. I think so too. I think too. It was more it was better to get Drew playing and in a rhythm than winning. If we win, we win. But at least we know we come out of this game, even though we got an L, we know Drew's can we know Drew Brees can produce and we know that he's ready and he's warmed up. What seed are you guys now? Two. We are right under Green Bay. We have a tie record, but only because um the head to head Green Bay got us. Wow, Green Bay is number one? Yeah, and remember, the second seed doesn't get a bye. Yeah, I know. You have to play. You're going to have to play the A seed or whatever the lowest cool, seed. Because you got to come to uh, New Orleans. Yeah, that might be Tampa. It could be Tampa, possibly. It could be. Possibly. But push come to shove, we beat Tampa again. Yeah. <laughs> push come to shove, I think we can win a game at Lambeau Field. Yeah, I think you can, but that's tough, man. Any team going up to Lambeau Field at this time of year. But but it's no crowd. That's the yeah, well. That's a big part. That's a big part that people uh, underestimate not having that crowd. Although there was a crowd. I mean, I think the crowds are starting to come though. Because I was watching. What game was that? Oh, the uh, the Miami game. It was a decent well, crowd there. That, that's per state. Also, oh, it depends on where you are. Yeah, Green Bay were letting people in. I think maybe four weeks ago, and then they shut it down. Oh, okay, and they shut it because it started getting crazy. I don't know if you know this. It's a little off topic, but the UK. Uh, they have reports of a new strand of the coronavirus. So all the breaking news last night around one o'clock when I went to bed, I'm like, what? Yeah, man. They said it spreads like way faster than the original virus. It's like way more contagious. So they now, need you know to- the crazy thing about it. What's that? I was remember we talked about this when it happened and we said it would happen around this time. 
as soon as they find a vaccine, the agent and virus will mutate. Yep. And and that vaccine won't work on the new mutated virus. Nope. And now we get into this never ending cycle of having to shoot ourselves up with vaccines every single year. Yep. Because it's going to keep mutating. So. Um, hopefully they shut it down and they don't, I say, if you're over there, you can't leave for 14 days and, well, and nobody can go over there. We know it's here. Oh, I'm sure it's here. It's gotta be here. It's gotta be. Right? I mean, they I'm sure. found out about it. Yeah. So no, they, you know, they haven't held anyone back from not leaving yeah, I know. before that point. So you know how it goes. Yeah. And people are back and forth from UK to over here all the times. So I don't, I don't yep. know. I don't know what the end game is to all this, but, uh, I guess we'll just have to see. Um, Jalen Hurts, man, I'm 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 happy for him. Yeah, he's looking real good. I think uh, Wentz is done. I don't think he's ever going to be the quarterback with Philly again. And, no. Uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Let's see what team picks him up. Now he's under contract for the next couple of years, so a team would have to trade for him and still pay him all that money. I don't even see that happening. Yeah. Well, we also talk about this a lot. Maybe Philly will pay some of it to get him out. Oh, that's true. Or nobody wants to trade for him, and they just have to release him and just eat the money. Yeah. Then another team. Ooh, yeah. you eat that much money, you you damaging your whole organization for yeah. at least a decade. Yeah, because it's still on the books, so you still you can't go out and get other people. So, um, no, he just and I heard that he didn't even want to be the backup. No, nah, he, he he said he, that he to playing, the papers. Yeah, he's playing head games and like so. If Jalen Hurts get hurt. Is he going to come in the game? Yeah. Now, see, when you come out and you start making bold statements like that, you know, be careful what you wish for because because if he does get hurt, now what? Well, you, are you going to go in and play now? Because you say you don't want to be a backup, and you're thinking, oh, as soon as he gets healthy, they're going to put him right back in. So, yeah. I, I, I don't went know. With foes. Yeah, they should have never. I said that. I'm like, how are you going to pick the dude? And I think they gave him that huge contract the year after. Yeah. The year after they won the Super Bowls when they gave him an extension, which made no sense to me, even though he was having an MVP year that year. He was until he got hurt. But um, yeah, that's going to go down as his calling card. But he, you know what I mean? That's the but he. Yeah. But, yeah. He, but he did well. He was on a, a course to win the MVP. Yeah, but that was a long time yeah, ago I in know. football. Years. A lot of people say he's an ass, too. He's a jackass. A so, you know, people like that, I'm, you know. Although I'm not gonna lie, if they released him somehow and we were able to get him, we're gonna get into this whole Cam Newton thing in a minute. I'm trying to just hold off. I'm gonna get into some other stuff because I don't want to, uh, you know. Once I get into that, we're probably gonna go through the end of the segment. So anyway, um, Hurts he ended to, he was 24 for 44, 338 yards, and he rushed for 63 yards, and he accounted for four touchdowns, man. one rushing, three pat. Any turnovers? No turnovers. And that's what you get with him. Yeah. <laughs> It pisses me off because the Patriots could have had him. People were saying the Patriots were going to get him. They always do that, man. They pass up on people. They, I think they got him in the third round or something. Oh, was it the second round? Might have been second. Might have been mid-second and second. Something like that. Um, looks like Lamar Jackson, he's uh, he's on a little uh, redemption tour. And everybody mm-hmm. was talking bad about him early in the year, and he's been tearing it up the last few weeks. Um, he had four touchdown passes yesterday, and uh, Des Bryant. Caught his first uh, touchdown pass, and I think it was three, three or four years. Um, so I'm pretty happy to see that. Another, another receiver. Patriots have no receivers. We could have easily picked him up. Didn't want to pick him up. I, I don't know why. I don't know, you know, how good he's gonna do, you know, for the remainder of the season. But, um, but yeah, any other football you wanna? Oh, freaking Jets! You know those bastards. I say we have to talk about them getting the win, right? Like, they, I mean, they, yo, it ain't that some Jet shit to do though. 
Let's let's not. <laughs> Yo. We can get a number one pick, but you know what? Nah, let's win a game. And let's they were in the they were in the driver's seat because uh, Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville had already won a game, hadn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they yeah. were in the driver's seat, and now that they tied with the Jacksonville Jaguars, now Jacksonville is back in the driver's seat. So all they yeah. had to do was just lose, and we just got blown out by them last week. So that's a good team. I don't know yeah. how that happened. I have no idea how they beat the Rams. I mean, they were on a hot streak, and somehow I think they gave. I think the Rams got a little. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They 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 quit playing. They were up kind of big, right? I think they were up. I want to say seventeen nothing. Oh, was it seventeen nothing? I didn't catch yeah, it till the end of the game. I, I turned it. It was something like that, and they kind of gave it away. Wow. And I'm pretty sure they were taking them lightly. They should have been beating them by more than that. I mean, yep. but you know what I mean? So, I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Now, that's another one. What decision do you make if you're the Jets now? Now, you done messed up your chance of getting Trevor Lawrence probably. I think they're going to beat the Patriots next week. Yeah, they probably will. I think <laughs> I think the Patriots I think the Patriots are going to lose their last two games to Buffalo and the Jets and and so do you keep Sam Darnold? Do you, do you so they let's say they win Two out of their last three games, they end up being two and fourteen. Do you keep Sam Darnold, or do you still try to draft one of these? Because I seen this. There's a uh, uh, this black kid that plays for North Dakota State, same place where Carson Wentz came from. He's supposed to be the real deal too. I'm not sure, but do you think the Jets should go some in that direction, or or keep Sam Darnold and fire the coach? Well, I'm not gonna let the last two games, even if Darnold wins it, mm, be my all in all on this decision. Yeah. So. I gotta try. I gotta talk to Trevor and see if he wants to come here. Yeah. Well, that's even if you get the number one pick. You might not yeah. even get that now. So. Yeah, but I would have to see because I wouldn't want to let it be known that I want Trevor run the relationship with Darnold. Yep. And then Trevor doesn't come here, and now I'm <laughs> I'm stuck with Darnold. You stuck and with upset Dar- Darnold because yeah. he knew I wanted to replace him. Exactly. And and make no mistake, there's some other teams out there now. He might not get the money he would have got if he would have been balling these last couple of years. But Sam Darnold, he'll get another chance to be a starter in this league somewhere. He'll get one more chance. And yeah. uh, so, you know, if they if they go out there and make a statement that they want Trevor Lawrence, I'm pretty sure Sam Darnold's going to want to get out of New York. So we'll see yeah. what happens with that. So um, back to my all right, here we go. Now, I've been trying to be good the last month and try to have faith in my team. And, you know, it's a new system and Cam didn't get signed till July or whatever it was. And he only had like a month to get ready. You know, those excuses worked the first five games, six games. And then he had COVID, and then then he came back, and you're like, oh, he was sick, and oh, the after effects, and oh, you got a little baby cam, and, you know, you do all that good stuff. And then uh, here we are. It, what is this, week 14 now? Yep. Week 14, right? Now, the last three weeks, we haven't scored not one damn touchdown, offensive touchdown. Do you understand how hard that is to not be yeah. able to score one offensive touchdown for th- four, eight, 12 straight quarters in this league? And and then your quarterback is only Cam Newton. How do you only throw for, what, yesterday he might have had 170-something yards. 170-something yards is the most yards he's had in like two months. Now, how horrible and pathetic and disgusting. And I just can't get over the fact that he's an NFL quarterback right now. And what does that say about our backup? If he's playing that horrible and then your backup can't even get in, that that must mean he's horrible too, right? He's even more horrible than he is. So how do yeah. we get to this place? Well, you look around. We just won a Super Bowl a couple years ago. Had Tom Brady. How do we get to this place? Well, I'm about to tell you. 
got this little bastard named what's his name? Antonio Brown. So mm-hmm. he so he comes to the Patriots. Patriots give him a shot. Nobody else wants to give him a shot. We said we're gonna give you a shot. Just don't be an idiot. Just don't be a jackass, a donkey. Don't do that. Right? So mm-hmm. he does what he does in the text messages and he's threatening the girl and all that. He gets kicked off our team. That chain of events basically ruined our foreseeable future. And did, can you see how that destroyed us? I'm about to uh, I disagree, but go ahead. If, I don't think one man makes the totality of and then any issue. But All ahead. right. Well, I'll say this. Antonio Brown, if he doesn't do that, more than likely he stays in New England, right? More yeah. than, at least yeah. definitely. So he stays in New England. Uh, the Patriots probably more than likely have a way better season or it ends up better just because you have Antonio Brown and you have you still have Edelman. You have all your other weapons still. And remember, when we had Antonio Brown up until a certain point, we were undefeated last year. And once we lost him and Josh Gordon, Josh Gordon's another story. But um, I was say that, but yeah, <laughs> he's impressed. him too. But um, so anyway, he does that, gets kicked off the team, right? So in turn, we have no weapon. Brady's unhappy, right? I need weapons. You got rid of my best weapon. I know he messed up. Still should have kept him. So he's mad now. So at the end of the season, Brady leaves. Would it be feasible to say that he probably wouldn't have left if Antonio Brown was under contract for two more years? He probably would have stayed in New England, right? Yeah, I right? give you that. And then Gronkowski, Gronkowski said he was always going to come back. So he would have came back this year. So we would have had Gronkowski, Antonio Brown, Tom Brady, who still wants to play for another two years, possibly had both of them for another two years, easily could have won another Super Bowl. But instead, we're stuck with Cam Newton, averaging like 90 yards a game passing. He's got like 12 interceptions. He's got five touchdown passes and 12 interceptions mm. for a whole season. So I, I'm just left to sit here and just be like, what happened? It's like the, the biggest dumpster fire, Michael Kay's favorite word. It's the biggest dumpster fire in the NFL right now. Even though our mm-hmm. record's not that bad, I think we have the most questions to answer than any other team in the NFL at this point. I can't think of another NFL team outside of maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, because at least the Jets have a quarterback. So can you think of another team in a worse position than the New England Patriots as far as personnel? I know we still have Belichick, and I will say this also, and I want to get your opinion, and I'll let you take off. Did Belichick do a better job this year? Would you say this is his best job coaching? Because just imagine if we just had a regular coach, we probably would be 0-14 right now. I mean, with, with Cam Newton as a quarterback and the weapons we have, for us to have six wins right now is almost a miracle to me. So what's a better job? What Tom Brady's doing in Tampa with all those weapons that he has and he's 9-5, and five, or what Bill Belichick is doing with the lack thereof but still being 6-8, and eight, I think. I'm going to go with Tom, even though they should be doing better. Yeah. Uh, when, when it comes down to Belichick, I, I'm wondering, like, <laughs> like when I – when I when I imagine what they're running in practice, uh-huh. he's been around forever. Like you say, he was he was coaching on the sidelines when Johnny U was there. Yeah. He was equip coach or some shit. I don't yeah. know. Uh, equipment coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh god, that was hilarious. Coaching the equipment. Oh, god, clap it up. Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> what would the what would the equipment coach do? Let me see. I don't know. But uh he's been around forever. He's a he's a he's a coaching historian hall of famer. Yep. He has to know what he's running. It's not gonna work on that Sunday. <laughs> now, I beg to differ that it's his best job. 
And I beg to differ. If you had a regular average coach that they would be doing worse, I think you would be doing better. Really? You know why? Why? I think the average coach is going to take chances. That's true. That's one He's thing. Gonna throw that ball down the field. Yeah. You cannot tell me <laughs> that Billichat doesn't know when he puts out that game plan that that's some shit, horse shit, <laughs> and it won't work for sure because you're not throwing the ball. Yeah. You cannot run the ball to a, a victory in the NFL yeah. unless even I don't know even if I don't know. Let's see, Baltimore, but they haven't won anything. Yeah. And that's one of their Achilles' heel. When you ask me. If you ask me, when they get to the playoffs, they can't throw the ball. They can't throw the well, ball. Well, But they throw it way better than Patriots do. I mean, they throw it enough to make you think that it could possibly work. The game Because they're trying. Yeah, exactly. They throw it down Even the field. Trying England. No. <laughs> That's why I think an average coach would would, would, would would actually have probably more wins and done a better job. Because Belichick's he's at that point where he's just trying not to lose yes that's what it seems like he's not really trying to win he's just trying not to get blown out or or something or or yeah i don't yeah like how do you not throw the ball more than 20 yards the entire game like i don't and there's multiple ways to throw the ball it's just, i almost think he's tanking but it's nothing he's tanking for no <laughs> unless unless he's thinking about some second round pick that they can get <laughs> up to the end of the first round pick that they can get uh, but he's He's not playing to win. You can you can throw a screen pass to the running back. Yeah, what happened you to the screen, screen passes? Pass. They don't throw screens. Exactly. You can throw this quick screen to the receiver. I don't care how sucked they are. You can do it. They don't do. Remember, they used to be the screen team. Like people used to. Be, like, that's all they it was, did. It was in New Orleans. There's two best screen teams in the NFL. I, I, it's hard for me to believe that Cam Newton's that horrible. Where they can't even a high school player can do that. Like. Can throw, yeah, you can throw an eight-out route. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I, I don't get it. Do you think something's going to come out later, maybe next year, the year after, and, like, maybe Cam was really hurt or maybe? Yeah, it might, it might, be, it might be the COVID thing. He might be hurt and the COVID thing. Yeah. It might be something with his shoulder. Some, yeah. I can see him maybe saying, I retire now because the shoulder is just so much. Yeah. It's too horrible. Well, he's, That's why I'm playing like that, X, Y, and Z. There's no way he's going to get another job after this. Unless it's. A backup. A backup, and it's known that he really was hurt. Yes. that's If, if, if he's 100% healthy, he's definitely never going to get an NFL job again because how do you come back from that? I mean. He don't even look right throwing the football No, like, it, it looks like he's, like, pushing it. Like, it doesn't it, – you know what I mean? Like, it's he's got mm-hmm. this weird little delivery now. It's almost like a Philip Rivers-esque type of throw now. It's not as bad as Philip Rivers because Philip Rivers, no. he looks like he's throwing And he it. don't even extend his arm to throw. It's like a little shot put. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like when they throw that little ball, and I don't, like a, yeah, I don't remember him. I don't remember him throwing the ball like that. Maybe, maybe it's just me. He just like his mechanics look all jacked up. He looks slow. Like when yeah. he runs the ball, he don't look like he's getting anywhere. And it's just like, yeah, if you don't have that, man, you your your game was predicated on running anyway, basically. But you know, running and then play action and and all that. But yeah, you can't yeah, run the ball. Move. Yeah, yeah, on the move, bootlegs and stuff move, like that. But now he, he's not that at all. No. It's like he. You take that away from him, he just he's a beyond average quarterback. Yes, and I just can't wait for them. I'd rather them give the backup, even though every time he gets in, he throws a pick six. I'd rather just give him a whole game just to see what he can do for a whole game. Just throw him yeah. in it because I ain't going to lie. Even though he throws interceptions, he's one of them dudes that he'll throw a 60-yard pass and you'll be like, damn, that dude got a great arm. 
but then he'll throw it to right to the other team and they'll run, you know, running back. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's, it's it's pretty annoying. But um, let's see. Anything else in the NFL you wonder? Um, oh, Cleveland's gonna be good, man. I'm. You know what? Cleveland's my dark horse. It seems like since Odell Beckham left, I I'm gonna say here today is December. What is it? December twenty first. Today's December twenty first. It will be Cleveland versus Kansas City in the AFC Championship, and it will be Green Bay. NFC is too hard to pick. It's going to be – if y'all don't get healthy, I wanted to put y'all in there so bad, but y'all done lost so many damn weapons. Y'all can still yeah. do it, but I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be uh, Green Bay and Seattle. Green Bay, Seattle, Cleveland. If we can get healthy before the playoffs. If we you have, can. We have, we have some weeks. Yeah, if you can. Who's the other receiver that's hurt? You got another receiver that's hurt too? Uh – I don't even know uh, your, your receiver's uh, names. McCall hurt. Thomas is hurt. Oh, Sanders is still uh, there. Sanders is hurt, and our third receiver, number ten, got hurt. Emmanuel Sanders name. is hurt too. No. Yeah, he didn't play yesterday, right? No, nah, he caught a touchdown pass yesterday. You sure that wasn't another Sanders? There's another Sanders. We have two Sanders. Oh, He's okay. like a fourth seed. Oh, so then one of the Sanders scored yet? Gotcha. Definitely. Gotcha. But anyway, um, that was our little NFL recap. Uh, if we missed anything, oh, Mike, your Bears don't get too happy, Mike. You know what? And I just want to share this in the audience. Uh, our boy Mike, uh, Mike Little, he's a huge Bears fan, and you know they lose for six, five, six straight, straight weeks, and we don't hear from him. And all of a sudden, they beat Minnesota yesterday, and he's texting us saying how great they are and everything like that. And I said, "Damn it, boy, <laughs> your team's gonna finish eight and eight, like I said. What's their record right now? They're about that right now, aren't they? I don't even know. I'm about to they're... check right now. No, they are." <laughs> I did. And when they were like five and two, I was like, Mike, your team isn't going to do anything. They're going to be eight and eight when it's all said and done. And he swore I was just hating. I said, Mike, yeah. until you guys get a quarterback. Hold on. I'm just looking here and then we're going to go to break. Um, I think they are. Of course, I can't find it now. Oh, you can't get it? I can get it. Oh, here they go. Here it's, it's, uh, they're seven and seven. What'd I say? <laughs> <laughs> seven and seven. They got two uh, games uh. left. And let's see who they play. I bet you one of the games is Green Bay. So you might as well. Yep. They'll win one. Green they'll Bay is one. the last game, and the Jaguars is the next game. So they'll be 8-8, eight and eight, just like I said. They'll yeah, win against no. the Jaguars. You know who I like right now? Who's that? So that's, that's enough Bears talk. Yeah. Bears. <laughs> uh, that's for you, Mike. Um, I'm going to say it right now. I watched pretty much the entire game. Josh Allen is going to win a Super Bowl. He's going to win a Super Bowl MVP, and he's going to win an MVP of the league one year. Oh, yeah. he's That dude, and it pains me to say it because we're in the division. They've officially taken over the AFC East. and Yeah. I can't say nothing about it. They got Getting Stephon Diggs was the last piece, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Because they got yeah. a good defense, great running backs. Now they got two good receivers, a good tight end. And Josh Allen, man. I do can the reason that they're winning. He looks good too. He, he looks, looks, yeah. he looks confident. Yep, he's tall. Yeah, man. He, he looks like a nineteen mid nineties quarterback. Like yeah. he he he's on point. He he reminds me of Big Ben when he first came in, but faster. Like a uh maybe like a little smaller, compact Ben Roethlisberger because he's still huge. Yeah. He's a big quarterback. Yeah. But when he takes off, it seems like he looks faster than what he really is. No, and yeah. I think I said that right. And he's throwing that ball way better than Ben ever did. Yeah, definitely. Early. They, I guess they felt they didn't feel the need to do that. So one of the worst Super Bowls ever, I might say. I was yeah. in Alabama watching that. Oh, horrible. Who was it? Was it Pittsburgh versus uh Seattle? Yes. Oh, worst. Worst. In fact, that might be 
outside of the Chicago Patriots Super Bowl, that was a horrible Super Bowl. Even though it was a lot of scoring, we got blown out forty something to thirteen or something. Um, yeah, you're right. That 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 Steelers Seattle game was the most boring, uneventful Super Bowl ever. Yeah, had to pay for that shit too. We was in Alabama on vacation at my uh, old aunt's house. Rest her soul, rest in peace. But she was like, she didn't have cable. She didn't have cable. Yeah, she just had like like local stations. Dog. So how'd you pay for it? We had to like they had the box. We had to like. Reorder the cable. Wow. That's to watch that game. That's pretty horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. Um, big shout out to the Cowboys. They actually got a decent win against the 49ers, even though they're pretty horrible this year. Andy Dalton, I don't know what got into him yesterday. So big shout out to them. Um, Atlanta can't seem to beat Tom Brady. Tom Brady again comes back. It was a 24 to 7. No. No, as soon as they were uh down the third quarter, I was like, Well, this game's lost. They yeah. lose it. <laughs> I would, I would almost, as a coach, just sound stupid. I know this sounds stupid and it's just not possible, but I probably would rather, if we got up by fourteen, I'd be like, man, let that team score. Yeah, right. I'd be like, let them score, let let it get close. Because if we get up by twenty one, we gonna lose, dog. What? Like, we what, gonna lose. Wasn't that the same score as the Super Bowl? It was something like that in the Similar. halfway through the third I quarter. Think it was, 20, yeah, I think the Super Bowl was what, 20, 23, 20. Oh, 28 to 3. 20, it was 28 to 28 3. 28 to 3. Yeah, that, that's horrible. 28 to 3, how you let somebody come back in the middle of the third quarter and you let them come back in the Super Bowl after 28 to 3 and it didn't even go into overtime. That's disgusting. No, <laughs> yeah. no it did go into overtime. That's how it did, did it? go into Yeah, it did. And we got to toss and that's when everybody yeah. was like, we knew they were going to win. Anyway, all right, guys, we're about to hit this music break and uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. This is Sports Fans Only. I'm KJ. That's Sean Matt. We'll be right back.
So I, wow. I printed the lyrics of Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. And would you, I know the lyrics. Would you do us the honors of spitting Rudolph say, the Red Nose Reindeer? You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blissin, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer had a very shiny nose. Uh, and if you ever saw him, you would even say it close. Come on, come on! All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call them names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Come on! Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you ride my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeers loved him, and they shouted out weekly. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. You go down in history forever. You go down in history forever. You go down in history. What? <laughs> that is gonna be Dude, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Did I get the names right for the radio? Let's see. Let's see. Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus, bring me my robe and my slippers. I gotta go. Pine trees in the air, sleigh bells are ringing. Toy stores are out of control, and kids singing. That night before Christmas, dashing through the snow. Food off the reindeer, red nose that glow. It's all about the candy canes and Christmas lists. North Pole and that chubby jolly yo sing it. The little elves getting busy. It's in the workshop. And how gingerbread men keep their buttons on top. Wooden soldiers and chestnuts roasting like marshmallows. Good fellas, chocolate pudding, pops and jellos. It's the gift, the cookies. In milk on the mantle, the mistletoe that sets from the peppermint candles. That warm French vanilla mean coat with zippers, bare skin robe, dragon with the sachi slippers. Around the fireplace we breathe, search a short sleeve. We staying up all night on Christmas Eve. It's the season for sharing, season of the gift. The Slide down garbage, can't cover snowball fights, eggnog splash from Hennessy. But Christmas is Christmas from New York to Tennessee. The Chris Kringles, the jingling babies, all them late nights rapping, gives dropping you crazy. And Jack Frost is outside freezing it up. Got the hood and the goose just to loosen you up. And all the homes is all lit with so many lights. See the trees through the windows lit it up at night. Gingerbread house bumping that jingle bell rock. And all the little bad kids get cold with their socks. Go snows when you be sleeping. And go snows when you awake. And I know if you've been bad or good, so be good for old Ghostface.
From the weather team at Sports Fans Only, here's your five-day Tri-State forecast. Welcome back to another edition of Sports Fans Only 5-Day Tri-State Weather Report brought to you by Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Hope all is well in your part of the country or your part of the world for that matter. My name is Keith Johnson, your favorite weatherman, and as a matter of fact, before we go any further, I want to shout out a few places, so bear with me. I want to shout out Ireland, Germany, Canada, India, the UK, Australia, the Ukraine, France, Singapore, the Netherlands, Bulgaria, and Norway, and of course the United States. Now you're probably asking why did I mention those names? Well that's because those are the countries where we've been having uh, fans listening to the show. I guess that means we're international baby. Big shout out to all those countries and all the states and cities here in this country. Uh, we have produced over 9,000 minutes of podcast time and shared it with the world. So to say it's been a success is an understatement. So I just wanted to throw that out there. So it's almost Christmas, baby. T minus four days and counting. I was really hoping what happened last week with the snow would happen this Thursday. But what you're going to do? We still got some of that good snow. I didn't have to shovel it. That's the best part of it. Now, I had to touch up the stairs a little bit and, of course, clean the car off and stuff like that, but um, didn't have to do no driveways. I definitely do not miss doing the driveway. I feel for you, Sean. Uh, So enough of that. Now, let's get to the topic at hand. What will the weather be like for Christmas at the end of the week? Well, I'm about to tell you coming up on Sports Fans Only 5-Day Weather Report in 5, 4, Three, two, one. Today is December 21st. Looks like we had a cloudy day today. We had a high of 43 and a low of 32 degrees. The wind was light, six miles per hour west. The humidity was 87%. The sunrise was at 7.15 a.m. And the sunset was at 4.27 p.m. Tuesday, December 22nd. Looks like it'll be partly cloudy. We'll have a high of 44 degrees and a low of 29 degrees. The wind will be moderate. 13 miles per hour northwest humidity will be 73 percent uv index will be low at two sunrise is at 7 16 a.m and the sunset is at 4 28 p.m wednesday december 23rd looks like it'll be partly cloudy a high of 39 degrees and a low of 36 degrees now thursday christmas eve december 24th looks like it's going to get a little sticky we're going to definitely have some moisture but it's not going to be cold enough to get any more snow so it looks like we'll have some scattered showers Whatever's left of that snow we had this past week will most definitely get washed away by the time this time comes. So uh, Thursday, December 24th, like I said, scatter showers. We have a 60% chance of rain, a high of 56 and a low of 46 degrees. And Friday, December 25th, looks like we'll also have scattered showers. We will have 40% chance of rain and a high of 49 degrees and a low of 23 degrees degrees so that looks like that's the forecast for this christmas i want to thank everyone for spending a little time with us during this christmas season i hope everyone has a beautiful week with loved ones and friends get some relaxation get some food and gifts if you're blessed enough to do it if not like i always say there will always be another christmas get your finances right get your employment right that's what's important take care of your family and your kids from here at sports fans only you guys have a great holiday and we will catch you in 2021 peace 
Christmas in Harlem, right after autumn falls, soaking it all in. Then we go hit the mall, even though we ain't falling. Feel like we bought it all. The mistletoe's right here. Come give a kiss to yeah. Santa Claus. Baby, Christmas the owl and all a good night. Huh. Now we all living the good life. Yeah, though it's 40 below the windshield And we wipe the snow up off the windshield It's still wonderful night to be alive, baby And I'm so happy I'm with my baby And we a little late with the Christmas gifts Rushing for the mall, don't trip, you know I drive crazy The streets lit up, it feel like Christmas officially Told her that you to start at the top of my Christmas tree My only question is, when my presents He said, she got a gift for me that ain't for the kids to see Well, I like the way you think, mommy Now pour some more eggnog in your drink, mommy You been a bad girl, get Santa three kisses Gave her the hot chocolate, she said it's deep <laughs> Christmas in Harlem, yeah. right after autumn falls, uh, uh. soaking it all in. Then we go hit the mall, I'm like even though we ain't falling. Glad to sit on my back. Feel like we bought it all. The mistletoe's right here. Come give a kiss to Santa. Yeah. Mom and dad, I won't be home for the holidays. <laughs> I'm over 800 miles away. In the city that's so pretty Where the hustlers dash through the snow without a sleigh Tell my family that I'm sorry that I gotta stay I'm with yay at the Macy Day Parade Letting the snow fall on my aviator shade Even though I'm in New York, I'm still repping for the A Christmas in Harlem Right after autumn falls Soaking it all in Then we gon' hit the mall Even though we ain't falling
up and take me home with you See what I look like under them lights We'll keep it quiet, whatever we do I'm just trying to keep my baby warm through the wintertime I'm just trying to get you something to remember through the summertime Whatever is on your list, I'll do it But whatever it is, you know I'll do it Merry Christmas, here I am, boy Gotta love you, gotta give you all I can, boy Merry Christmas, here I am, boy I'm the present and you know it, here I am, boy Merry Christmas, here I am, boy Gotta love you, gotta give you all I can, boy Merry Christmas, here I am, boy I'm the present and you know it, boy Give you the fire I keep inside Guide you all the way down beyond Nuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase to kids from one to ninety-two. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you.
to kids from one to ninety-two. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you. Live, Live from the Sports Fans Only Studio, it's Sean Mack with the Primetime Recap. Right, I'm Sean Mack, back with the recap, doing NCAA men's basketball scores and NCAA football scores. I'm mixing up the two, calling it 8-8. Eight eight. First off, football. Number 25, Oregon beat number 17, USC 31-24, third-ranked team. Ohio State had a tough game, just getting by Northwestern 22-10. Second-ranked team in the country, Clemson thrashed Notre Dame 34-10. Cincinnati beat Tulsa 27-24. Number 5, Texas A&M handled Tennessee 34-13. Oklahoma took care of business, beating Ohio State 27-20. 21, 22, St. Jose got by Boise State 34 to 20. And last, number one, Alabama controlled the entire game, beating Florida 52 to 46. Moving on, basketball. U- UCF beat 15th ranked Florida State 86 to 74. Number 17, Villanova blew out St. Joseph's 88 to 68. That's an ass thrashing. Ohio State beat UCLA 77-7. Ninth ranked Creighton just got by UConn 76-74. Rutgers beat Illinois 91-88. Houston beat Alcorn State 88-55. Wow. Let me read that again. Houston beat Alcorn State 88-55. They didn't even show up. 11 Texas snipped Oklahoma State 77-74. And last, the upset of the day, unranked Northwestern. Upset number four, Michigan State 79-74. All right, I've been Sean Mack. Back with the recap of the NCAA men's basketball and football scores. And this is Sports Fans Only 8-8. Shepherds and feet 
time of year For being with the ones we love Sharing so much joy and cheer What a wonderful feeling Watching the ones we love Having so much fun I was sitting by the fireside Taking a walk through the snow Listening to a children's choir Singing songs about Blessed way that he came to walk us Why can't it That spirit of Christmas
Listen to me. It's truly amazing that spirit of Christmas.
we've upgraded her with a sonic shield. Impressive. There is one more thing. Huh. Jake from State Farm. Here's the deal. With the Drive Safe and Save app, you'll save up to 30% for being a safe driver. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You're now listening to KJ and Sean Mack. Now let's talk some damn sports. rest of that that's that dmx uh rudolph the red-nosed reindeer if you want to hear the rest of that you're gonna have to stay tuned we're gonna play the full thing uh, a little bit uh later uh, anyway this is sports fans only i'm your host kj and that's sean mack and uh coming out of that nfl segment we wanted to jump into some nba because you know they got a lot of uh nba games coming up <clears throat> for the christmas time so that's always a big thing during christmas thanksgiving is usually reserved for nfl uh christmas time is usually reserved for uh basketball so of course in response to it being christmas time we're going to play a little sfo i forgot what we called it but sfo a little sfo trivia christmas trivia oh, sfos can you get yeah there we go <laughs> yeah all right so uh let's get into it It is December 21st, SFO. I keep forgetting it. What is it again? <laughs> you guess. <laughs> All right, yeah, what he said. Yeah. All right, anyway, so let's get into this. This is a little uh, NBA Christmas trivia. I'm going to see how smart Sean Mack is. He actually did good on the last one. You got like, uh, like 80% of the questions right. I think you only got two or three wrong. So, uh yeah. So here's a little. Uh, this is this isn't gonna be easy. I'll let you know that now. I don't know how big your Christmas NBA knowledge is, but um, I know you've been watching NBA for a long time. So uh, here we go. Um, NBA first started Christmas games in 1947. Who were the two teams to play in the first ever Christmas game at Madison Square? Oh well, I just gave up one of them at Madison Square Garden. Uh, nah, nah, I'm smart. I'm smart. Uh, Knicks. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go on a wild leaf. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say the Knicks and the well, Miami before you, Heat. No, but well, before <laughs> Miami Heat. I don't think there was a Miami Heat back in 1947. So uh, this team is no longer around, and they're from the East Coast region, between in the area of Boston and New York, in between in that area. Old team, then around, no longer around. A city you probably wouldn't think of. Think Rhode Island. I don't know. That's <laughs> the Providence, no, nah, the Providence Steamrollers. I don't know who they became, but uh, yeah, that's who it is. So hey, I beg, I beg the diff. I, I don't like that question. You know why? 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 That game was played on Christmas, but that wasn't a tradition. No, it especially wasn't. growing up, they didn't start the Christmas games until like Kobe and Shaq. 
Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe maybe it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, maybe it wasn't a tradition back then. But I just think that was the first Christmas day. It wasn't like it is now, where they have it every year. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see here. The Lakers Clippers game that's coming on this Christmas is the only game between teams that have played before on Christmas. Who has more wins in those games during Christmas? Clippers or Lakers? It's kind of luring me in. I want to say the Lakers, but it's like the obvious choice. Maybe the Clippers. Oh, I'm going to go with Clippers. You're right. The Clippers, they, uh, they've won two out of three. Yeah, usually when you get a question like that, it's usually going to be the one you wouldn't suspect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's see. You're not going to get that one, so I'm not even going to ask you. Uh, the Lakers are playing their 21st consecutive Christmas Day game. In those games, do they have a winning record or a losing record? Hmm. We lost to LeBron a few times with Kobe. Just so you know, they played, they played a total of 45 games on Christmas Day. Winning. Winning record. Winning record by one. They're 23 and 22. Um, wow. Four. Yep. LeBron James is playing his 14th holiday game. Who's the only player who has more? Who played in Kobe. more Christmas? Yep. Would you know how many by? LeBron has 14. How, how would you guess how many Kobe got? I will go by the amount of three more, 17. Ooh, close. 18. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You were all by one, 16. Gotcha. Um, who has the most Christmas victories? I'll, I'll, I'll make it a little easier on you. It's in this era. It's in the... It's, since Kobe's been in the league, this player has the most Christmas victories on Christmas Day. So it's not going to be your Jordans or none of them. Shaq. Nope. You want one more guess or you want me to just give it to you? Le- LeBron. Nope. Uh, Dwayne Wade. He has 10. One ahead of LeBron. LeBron has nine. Gotcha. Um, who holds the most points on Christmas Day? And against which team? You probably won't get the team, but you might get. And this player played in the 80s. And it's not Michael Jordan. It's not Michael Jordan. Most points? Most points on Christmas Day. Great. Just think a great score. And I'm not saying he was young in the 80s, but he was there in the 80s. He was great. Great player. Kareem. Nope. He's a guard. I think Isaiah. he's a guard. Nope. Bernard King. Uh, was Bernard King a guard or a small like, forward? Uh, ooh. Small. He's small forward, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Only two other players have scored. There's two players that have scored at least 50 points on Christmas Day. These are old school players, but very popular. One white, one black. Well, if you're going to go white, Larry Bird? Nope. Shit. Tom Chambers? Nope. He has sons in the NBA. A white guy that has sons in the NBA? Oh, Barry. Yep. Rick Barry and the other guy played uh, around that same period. Super, superstar. 70s. 60s. 60s. Will Chamberlain? Yep. Will Chamberlain. 59 against the Knicks, and Rick Barry had 50. Against the Cincinnati Royals. I wonder who they became. Huh. Huh. Um, let's see here. We got three more to go. Uh, Tracy McGrady has the highest scoring average on Christmas with players with multiple appearances. Can you guess his career average on Christmas Day? That's three games. All right. I'm assuming it's going to be a little bit more than his regular average. So I'm going to go with uh, 32.5. 43.3. <laughs> um yeah. Let's see here. The Toronto Raptors, they're hosting their first Christmas game. How many have they been in before this this one? So they're in one this year. They've How many have they been in before? And remember, they they came about in 1996. So how and they're many, hosting the first. They're hosting their first. And how many other times before that have they been, did they play on Christmas Day? Uh, I'm going to go with three because they weren't a TV 
Oh, so I'm gonna go with three. You're close. See, I see, I see why you. Uh, I picked you as my co-host. Not three. It's one. So you said three total. So it's really two total. So you're only really off by one. Okay. Um, and this is a stupid stat. It just says uh, how many All Stars you think are playing on on Christmas. Out of all the teams, there's five teams. There's five games. Ten teams. How many All Stars do you think are on all these rosters? And it's probably why they picked all these teams. Uh, I'm gonna go on an average two per team. So we're gonna go. So we're gonna go with 28 All Stars. How many? 28. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, excuse me. You got it. It's 28. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I do, man. Can you clap yourself up? That's what I do. I didn't think I was going to get that one. I had to say, what? What did you say? I definitely didn't think you was going to get that one. Out of uh, all of them. You said 10 teams. I went two per team, and I figured I would be off on at least two other teams, so I went with 28. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Now, with Dallas, um, let me turn that off. With Dallas, um, how many? So they got Luka and I don't even, is Porzingis an all-star? When he's playing, shit. yeah, I guess yeah, I guess when he's playing, and then and then yeah, Denver they have Murray and uh, Nokovic, and uh, now I wonder if they're talking about twenty eight current All Stars or people who have been All Stars because if mm. it's twenty probably probably have been All Stars have been All Stars at some point, right? Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking too. So um, now since we jumped off on this uh on this basketball tip, I wanted to get. Now I saw this article on ESPN, and they were talking about who had the best rosters in their career. Who had the most all-stars, who had the most help, who had the better players throughout their careers? LeBron James or Kobe Bryant? So it made me sit back and go down a little memory lane and thinking about mm-hmm. all the players. Now, what a lot of people don't do with Kobe, now I understand he was coming off the bench and I think, was he sixth man of the year? His first or second mm-hmm. year? I think he was running in contention. It was contention. People forget about him having Eddie Jones and Nick Van Axel. So I just don't want people to forget about, even though... They're not great players. They were most certainly no. all-star players. And it was more their team than his team. Yeah, so it definitely was. He, he played with them. Definitely was. So, I mean, you still got – yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But you still got to put them on there, right? Because I know usually I don't include those players when I think about players that Kobe no, played I with. Wouldn't. I wouldn't because he they played with – he played with them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So the that way – That would have more of an all-star that Shaq played with. Yeah, yeah. So what, what they what what they did was they um so they give you like for instance the point guard so they're they're trying to say that Kobe's best point guard he ever played with was Nick Van Exel that's just a coincidence that that came I didn't even know they were gonna say that so they're comparing Nick Van Exel at his greatest to Kyrie Irving and, Kyrie by far yeah Kyrie by far even though Nick Van Exel was nice he's definitely not he, no he good. definitely yeah, not no Kyrie Irving um. Eddie Jones versus Dwayne. Now, they're saying all these people when the player played with them. So you can't think about at their greatest peak. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So Because, for instance, they're, they're saying Eddie Jones and Dwayne Wade. Now, Dwayne Wade, when LeBron got to Miami, he was still very, very, very good. Mm-hmm. Was, he as, was he better than Eddie Jones was when Kobe first got to the Lakers? Yeah. Oh, you still think he was? Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah. so um, all right. So that goes. That's two for LeBron. Um, Lamar Odom, Ray Allen. Now, this is a close one. Lamar Odom. Yeah, I would go with Odom because Allen wasn't. He was a strictly a three point shooter. Yeah, by the time yeah he Odom gave you more, especially those years. Yeah, definitely. Um, this is kind of tough too. Even though this person, talent wise, it's not even close. What he did for the team. Well, let me just say, it. Paul Gasol versus Anthony Davis for what they did for their teams. Because Paul Gasol was putting you, in big time go, work. 
You got to go Paul Gasol because he has two rings. more rings. Two rings. All right. So, so far, you're saying Lamar. Three, three straight. Three straight. Uh, Lamar Odom, Paul Gasol goes to Kobe, and we have Dwayne Wade and Kyrie going to LeBron. All right. Um, this is easy. Shaquille O'Neal, Chris Bosh. Got to go with Shaq. Shaq. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who else we got here? Kevin Love and... Oh no! They stopped. They stopped. Why did they stop there? Damn bastards! Let's see. See, see we. Uh, <laughs> Let's see who else we can come up with. Kevin Love. Who would you say would be comparable on the Lakers? Since we already gave. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Trevor Reza. Would that be comparable? No. Let's go. Uh, Rick Fox. Oh, Rick Fox. Yeah, that's a great comparison, actually. For what they did for their teams while they were there, I would, I would I'm still gonna go with Love. Probably, but, uh, could, yeah, maybe because of Rick. Hit, Rick hit some big threes Ooh, though, but you probably gotta go with Love because he's gonna go down in history as a better player. He's a Hall of Famer, definitely. And plus, he rebounded. Rick Fox, he gave yeah. you more rebounds and stuff like that. Um, Even though you can sleep on Rick, Rick hit big shots. So, who would you consider? Some more, um, uh, Robert Ory or Mike Miller, kind of the same player. Ory, but I was trying to take a different. No, you still can't sleep. You can go uh, Bynum Elgowskis. Ooh, see, to me, Bynum could have been one of the greatest big men ever if he wasn't. A, if he, he just wasn't, didn't at, care. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't care. care. Didn't care one. I remember there was. You would say he had two great years, right? No, 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 no. no one very good year and another good year. But there was, no, I would say one very good, then one great year. There was yeah that one year. I forget. I think that's after they had lost to Boston, and then they yeah, came the back. Year, the year that we beat Orlando. Yes. He was so nasty. I mean, I was like, 20 and 10. It's not in 20 and 10. It's not fair that Paul Gasol and him were on the same team. And then with yeah. Kobe, like if Bynum would have just did what he was supposed to do, y'all could have Lakers could have won like another two to three championships easily. Yeah. That's why I wish we would have beat Boston the first time. We would have had the three in a row. So who would you give to? Uh, see, I give it to Elgoskis in the sense of yeah, he was. And he played long. He played he actually yeah. handled his business. And he, we yeah. thought a lot of buying him because we saw what he was and was project project projecting that in the future. Yeah. Elgoskis, we saw the end of his career. When he was with LeBron anyway, yeah. right? It was it was yeah. toward, more towards the end of his career. Um I don't even Delonte West and did Byron Scott play with he never played with Kobe, right? No, no. I know what we can do. We can go uh it's gonna be a weird one. We can go uh AC Green versus Birdman? Yeah, Birdman. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? I'm I, now. Nah, I'm definitely not a big basketball historian like you. I can't remember AC, and I remember watching some. I don't remember him doing anything ever. <laughs> I don't like. I remember him getting rebounds a couple. I don't remember him scoring uh, he, he the ball. Was, he was a good defender. But so who you who who would you take, Birdman or him? Birdman and seemed like for, he for those times. The thing about it, AC was giving you pretty much just what Birdman did. Yeah, you're right. Without the energy and the weird look. AC Green uh, looked like Pop Smoke a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Could be his dad. <laughs> got a Pop I'm gonna Smoke go face. With, gonna go with Birdman. Yeah, got to go with Birdman. Um, let's see, Chris. Shane, who's who's comparable to Shane Battier? Now, that would probably be Trevor Ariza. Yeah, Ariza or type dude. And I think I might take Battier. It's tough, though, because Trevor Ariza was a dog when he was with Kobe when they, when they first No, no, no. Let's go Battier or Tess. Ooh, it's got to take our Tess. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's tough. That's a tough one right there, man. Yeah. Artessa Battier. They probably oh. average about the same amount of points, probably like eight to twelve. Um, both great defenders. I just if if it just seems like if Artess and Battier match up against each other, 
Ron Artest has a little more crazy that would push yeah. him over the edge. Or Battier is smart, so he might do something to push him over the that's edge. That's true, too. I forgot, oh, yo. FYI, uh, AC Green average. Mm-hmm. 10 points, 7 rebounds his career. Wow. Definitely his stats are better than um, Birdman. I'm pretty sure Birdman averages probably 5 or 6 points a game. And he got 3 championship rings that three. he was uh, intro- a very important part very important part of. Does he ever start? Or he was always off the bench? No, he started for the... Uh, How? It was uh, Kareem, A.C. Green, Worthy. Oh, so Thompson didn't start. He came off the bench. When he got he traded, came off the he came off the bench. Okay. I thought he started. He never started? No. He probably started somebody got hurt or something. So, wow. I probably didn't, if A.C. got hurt. A.C. got hurt. They played the same position though, right? Yeah. They didn't need his, they didn't need his offensive power starting. That's probably why. There's no need. They, right. they needed the defense. So, um, yeah, that's about it. That's about the only – I can't really think of any other – now, Kobe oh, had a oh, bunch of like – I could do another one. Who? Chalmers Fisher. Who? Chalmers Derek Fisher. Oh, got to get out of that. Yeah, definitely go Fisher. Chalmers big had like shot. maybe one big, big shot. Shots. Fisher had like – I can remember at least eight to ten big shots Fisher's hit in his career. All, yeah. all big-time playoff games. And um, you can't forget, Kobe had like – People like Glenn Rice, and even though it was for what one year, one or two years, yeah, it was uh, his older Glenn Rice. Yeah. He was just serviceable, serviceable. And you had your Mitch Richmonds and your uh, Ron Harpers and people like that. Um, mm-hmm. Kobe played with a lot of great players. So did LeBron. I, I can't really decisively say who played with the better talent. I, I almost go lean towards it's equal. I, I can't really say. Uh, I would. I want to go. I would say it's equal until this year. Uh, oh well, win. yeah, with Brian, yeah, because now you're putting Anthony Davis in there and Gasol and uh, yeah, Mark Gasol. Well, although Mark Gasol, if you're talking about the time he's actually playing with him, he'd but be, watch what he do for him. He's gonna do the same thing he did for them at that what he did for uh, Toronto. I can't see Difference. if like he was like 14 and nine. You can't beat that. Anthony Davis will be the MVP this year. He if if Marcus Saul stays healthy. Plays an entire year center, and Anthony Davis gets to play power forward. I think he's going to win yeah. the MVP because he's just going to – there's no power forward in the NBA that can stop him. No. I, his, his problem is health, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll yeah. see what happens. So, anyway, um, wrap that up. I thought that would be fun. I thought there would be more options, but we gave a little bit more options than what this article had. So, um, we'll let you guys ponder on that. And uh, any Christmas games you're looking forward to? No. No, just not really? off for Christmas. I think I'm going to do a little – Collard greens, ham hocks, cornbread, fry some chicken with some mm. sweet potato pot. Yeah, I think the wife's cooking some lasagna, pulled pork, and uh, some macaroni and some other good stuff. And I can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. A bunch of greatness. Although, yep. although, although I'm not asleep by 7. Yeah, I, I hate that, right? You be all hungry, you eat, and then all of a sudden you want to go to sleep, and then it's it. It's a wrap. That's it ruins that. your whole day sometimes. That's that old people stuff, man. That's what that exactly. is. Exactly. But anyway, um, so let's get to this uh, what would you do? Oh yeah. Um all right. Let's let's hop right on it. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Let me get it ready. All right. This is SFO showing Max. What would you do? Clipping his toenails, clipping his toenails. That was quite disgusting. Pass salt, little chicken. We gotta talk about that too. Clipping his toenails. People were pissed. Uh okay. We we go, we gonna do another. It's gonna be a weird one, but I think this one is gonna be fun. It can be fast. It all depends on how we feel. So all right, all right. If you could go back in time, 
and give your parents advice before you were born. You got me? Uh Uh-huh. What advice would you give them? So if you can go back in time and give your parents advice before you were born, what would you give them? So the real question would be, what would you do? That's a nice one right here. I like this. It's delicious. I like this one. All right. So let's see here. Um, so uh, I like this one. So you know what I would do? And I've probably had this thought a million times. I, I would go back. I would go back and I would tell them, if you want to be rich and you want to have a great life as you get older, invest all your money into your son and his baseball future. And if you do that, I swear to you, you will be rich. I, that, I swear. In my, <laughs> Go ahead. In, good. In, in my mind, I, I swear, I was like, I just needed that. Because I was looking at, um, I don't know if you heard of Bryce Harper's story, but his parents literally, everything they made went into him becoming a great baseball player. Like, they quit jobs. They moved, like, eight to ten places to go all the best baseball schools for him, to you know, like high school prep schools and stuff like that. Yeah. And they literally treated him as an investment. Everything was about him. Now I know that's a little extreme, but if you I think, didn't know that, but hey, it worked. It worked, and that's and that I would give that advice to my parents. I'm like, look, it's going to take a little money. You got to send them to all the best camps, and you got to be really engaged with them. Because I think a lot of times kids, uh, if they don't have that, and I'm not saying my parents, they were busy working, and you no, know, not everybody can just do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Got time last exactly. But yeah. I would say, I would tell them because what would you do if, if somebody came to you if you if you came to yourself right now. Like just Sean from like thirty years from now came back to you and speaking to you. So you're like like a Back to the Future when Biff was talking to his older self, and yeah. he said, "From this day forward, if you invest all your not all of it, but all your spending money that you would spend on things you like to do, you put it into your daughter, I guarantee you in eight years she'll be worth fifty million dollars." I would do it. Yeah, <clears throat> I would do it. I, I would give up all the things, you know, the things we like. I would give it. First off, don't be asking me what would I do. I ask you what you would do. <laughs> I flipped it on you. A little flip. A little Bruce like Lee. Feeling up. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. feel like I'm being asked something that I shouldn't be asked at this moment. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I would do. I'd tell my parents to invest everything into your child and watch your life be great. So that, that would be my little advice to my parents. All right. I thought you were going to say the same thing that I was saying until you got to the end of your sentence. Uh-huh. Now, I would keep it straight buck 100 simple. Yo, parents, invest whatever y'all have a, a two years worth of pay into Apple. Ooh. Yeah, actually, that's a better one. <laughs> that's I mean, better than what I said. Greatness, too, because... Yeah, yeah, because I could yeah. still do all the stuff I was talking about. If they just made that investment, I'm gonna have all the yeah, money in the world. You didn't even have to play baseball. Nope. I wouldn't have. I, I probably just nope. would have enjoyed the money. So that's 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 a great one right there, man. And as soon yeah. as you said that, it made me think of uh, Forrest Gump when he went and invested the money into the Apple. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought about that too. Yeah, man. But, I, but I'll be shit. Let's say back then, it's 1979. I was born. Let's say they take two years to save it, so it'll be 81 October, October 24th, 1981, to be exact. I would tell them uh, my dad made like $70,000 back then. Yep. So he, he was doing pretty well. So if he took, let's say, half of that two years, 35, 35, back to 75, uh, 70,000. That's 70,000 into Apple. We'd probably be worth like $500 million. Bro. Yeah, if not more. I mean, 70,000 yeah. back then is now it's, I mean, the shares are probably so cheap back then. $70,000 yeah. worth of shares would be ridiculous. 
And I've been like, why are you at it? Invest in Nintendo. It's coming. Yep. No, they were out back then. Just a little small company in uh, China. Play- oh, I would do PlayStation. Did, did you know that PlayStation was supposed to be the Nintendo 64? But Nintendo yeah. 64 do, didn't want to. Do you know you have a Nintendo that has a PlayStation disc in it from the merger? Yeah. Only so many were made. Yeah. Yep. And they didn't. Nintendo didn't want to. They wanted to focus on the, something. They didn't want to, because PlayStation was coming with all this, like, uh, you know, the in-between scenes, because you could fit all that yeah. stuff on the disc, like the uh, animation scenes. You know, it looks like a movie. They were trying to go in that direction, and Nintendo didn't want to go in that direction. So they said, you know what? We're going to go over here to Sony, and I guess Sony must yeah. have funded them. Well, I think it's only, like, maybe four replicas that they have of it. Uh, I never see no uh, footage being played, so I think it's actually just the console. It's probably just the console. It probably doesn't have nothing, no working pieces on the inside, maybe, or maybe it does. It made it's just no games probably was produced. Oh yeah, that's true. So you it, know, it was just more of a, a a prototype to show. You can Google that. What, you know what they want to do. You can Google that. It's, it's on Google. The prototype. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I gotta check it out. It looks just like the regular Nintendo, or it looks totally no, different. It's like a Nintendo. It's like almost like a weird looking Super Nintendo with a disc slot on top. Wow. It's like one sits and then it sits on top of the other one. I'm 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 waiting for Nintendo. I guess they're just like, you know what? We're not gonna spend all this nah, money. The Switch is doing well. The Switch do so well, there's no need to. No, that's what I'm saying from a money standpoint. But I, I would yeah. I would love to see Nintendo come out with their own version of Xbox or PlayStation just to see but Well, that was Nintendo Switch. They would say they still want to be kid, but not hundred percent kid. Yeah, that's what it is. They're they're so focused on the kid aspect of it, whereas PlayStation yeah. and Xbox are more for. Which is awesome. Like for the first time, I was playing the other day, and I couldn't get it to come on. My USB was acting up or something. So, for the first time, I actually played my uh, Switch on that big little controller thing. Oh, you did? Well, you you normally yeah, play was, it on the TV. Yeah, on the TV. Oh, and I was just around the house with it. I'm like, wow, this is so much better. Wow. It's big enough not to hurt your eyes. Yeah. Yo, quick story, quick story. Yeah. Uh, you know my wife got the uh, PlayStation 5 for my son. So uh-huh. She mails it out about a week ago for two-day mail. So, uh-huh. all right. Three days pass. It's not there. He's freaking out. So, like, <laughs> almost a week pass. He's freaking out. We can't find it. Wow. It's saying that it didn't leave the Norwalk um, facilities yet. Wow. So, He's going crazy. You know, you think and your mom say, yeah, I, I sent it in two days. You know you're counting down for yep. it. You're like, yep. my place is just coming. So we finally went down there. She went down and she contacted them. And they say they know just as much as she know that it, it hasn't left the warehouse yet. Um, long story short, they finally mailed it out like two days ago. It should be coming. But why? They say due to COVID and that storm that was coming, it postponed it. But you knew that. COVID was out, and you knew that the storm was coming before you accepted her money for the next day, two-day mail. Why take people money if you know that it's not going to be uh, shipped out? Yeah, that's true. I had a package that actually was supposed to be here Friday, and it's not going to get here to today because of that storm. So I definitely yeah. got hit with that too. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. You would think that you should get your money back or the balance. you yeah. know? Get- yeah, I think she can. But for a moment, we thought that somebody had stole it. You know, the dude that um, UPS driver or FedEx driver told me um, – Mad people do be stealing them. That's why PlayStation has to start. They they put them in regular like cereal boxes. Like you know, if you uh, if you go to a, a BJ's or something like that, they'll have a cardboard box that'll say cinnamon toast crunch on the outside, but you'll have like five boxes of cereal inside yeah. that cardboard box. They're doing yeah. that now. PlayStation when they send it out to different places, they uh they put them in random crazy little boxes. Did you know that? 
I didn't know like that. Like Pampers boxes, like shit. Like so, from the outside, you would never know what was in there. You would think it's Pampers, but it's really a PlayStation yeah. Five. And because people had insurance too. And at one point, when we really thought like we like yeah, somebody stole this. Yep. She's like, I got the insurance, but I know I thought like how my son was thinking. I'm like, that shit don't matter. Yeah, I know. Still Can't ain't got your PlayStation, PlayStation right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could get it, but you ain't getting it when you want it. No, no. That's Dick. pretty hard. Oh, I don't know if I wrapped it up. Oh no, you didn't. Did nope. I didn't. Oh, nope. well, a few minutes ago we had finished, <laughs> so that would have been sports fans only. What would you do? What would you do? Like that? My little vocal skills. I was I was trying to think of something, but I couldn't. And now it sucks because I didn't say anything. Now I feel left out. That's I was all right. To think of a lyric from uh oh. I wanted to say, I still want my hula hoop. Well, you had my beautiful vocals in there, filled in there, so uh, don't worry about it. Don't so, forget the third chipmunks on the um, K Do the Music, by the way, if y'all don't know, if y'all y'all should know if y'all listen. But uh, yeah. yeah, I got you. Uh, chipmunks, got some, Yeah, little Alvin. All that stuff. I got some Boys and Men, Mariah Carey, all that good stuff. I'm sure you guys, by the time you hear me saying this when you're listening, you would have already have heard it, but... Um, yeah, we're going to have a lot of good Christmas music. So with that being said, we hope you guys have a great, great Christmas. Uh, spend that time with your loved ones, family, friends, and stuff like that. Uh, eat a lot of food, open presents. If you don't have presents, no big deal. It's just another day. Just a day they're trying to make money off of us. The most important thing is you're with your family and your loved ones, and everybody's having a good time, uh, especially during this whole COVID thing. So uh, here at Sports Fans Only, we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Hope you guys enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll be back next week. Till then, peace. peace. Oh, 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 oh. Christmas is two gold front teeth and ten carat diamonds on a fat gold wreath that I can wear around my neck. Get money and respect. Tell Santa Claus to bring a ten million dollar check so I can spread a little cheer. Fly a couple lids, eat a little chicken, drink a couple beers, kick back and just chill like a player would do. Remix all the Christmas carols, then I'll play them for you. Luda, turn it up until I wake up all the neighbors. They say that I'm a nuisance, but I say they all some haters. Just because I'm poor, they always calling me a faker And cause my Christmas tree's decorated in toilet paper But little do they know, they about to see a show Cause when they come up out the house, I'm gonna blast them with some snow Frosty's never seen nothing quite like this And St. Nick's never seen nothing quite like Chris So, um Come Santa Claus, come Santa Claus Down Santa Claus Nuts roasting on the fire in the hills But down below we firing up the barbecue grills Ice skating in the driveway I'ma do it my way Eggnog's got daddy swerving on the highway Chains on the tires 
ice up on the window, 10 degrees Fahrenheit, freezing as the wind blow, help me take my boots off, and my snowsuit off, get up in the house and my nose is redder than Rudolph's, I think I need some help with the buckle on my belt, and if Santa doesn't show, I want his cookies and his milk, tell him I need a jacket, new Jordans and an Xbox, new suits for church and a couple pairs of dress socks, stuff my stocking with Jolly Ranchers and candy canes, invite my aunties and uncles, let's do the family thing, meanwhile I'm hoping Santa got my wish list, so I can wake up to a very merry Christmas. And then the jingle bells rock. rock Santa never sings the jingle bells on my block I hear he's making that list, list. Checking the thing twice. twice I guess it's probably cause I've been naughty, not nice But I'ma straighten up my act Get up on track Make a couple bucks and buy mama a Cadillac And then maybe Santa Claus will come around my way So all the kids on my block can look up and say hey Come Santa Claus, come Santa Claus
the show this has been keith johnson with his co-host sean mack and this is sports fans only <laughs>